Hi, I'm Joe Chura and welcome to 630 Naperville. This new NCTV 17 program will explore Naperville and introduce you to a wide variety of people, places, and ideas. Our first show is absolutely stacked. We are so glad to have you with us. On today's program, we'll discover the best vacation reads on the shelves at Anderson's Bookshop. Tax season is here and we'll get some great tips with Anita Knotts. We've got great community sports stories to share with you and then we'll talk all things wealth management with the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. But it all gets started with a little exercise for our bodies and minds with the Naperville Park District and this segment of Park It. Hi, I'm Samira Luthman with the Naperville Park District, and welcome to Park It. Today, I'm at the district's beautiful Fort Hill facility, and I'm joined by fitness manager, Christina McGrath. We're here to talk about the benefits of exercise on mental health and wellness. Welcome, Christina. Thanks for having me, Samira. So there are many benefits to exercise, and as far as it impacts our mental health and wellness, one of those benefits is connecting with others. Can you talk about why that's so important? Yeah, absolutely. You know, some people are very self-motivated. They don't need a whole lot of external motivation to get up and go to the gym and get a workout in. Others tend to need a little bit of that external motivation. And having someone that you can go to the gym with, meet a workout buddy, mm -hmm. it makes it a lot more fun sure. and motivating to get to the gym. You know, the alarm goes off at 5 a.m. And what do most of us do, right? We hit the snooze <laughs> button. We don't want to get up. Absolutely. And you may not go. But knowing that you have someone waiting for you, a friend or a group of friends that are expecting you to be there, you're getting the benefit of exercise. You're getting the benefit of seeing your friends in a social setting. Mm -hmm. um, it's really a win-win. Um, the other thing I like to talk about with connecting with others is that, you know, in today's day and age, a lot of people are remote working or maybe you're retired, but a lot of people are home alone for a really big part of the day. And you miss out on that social aspect of going to the office and seeing, you know, your work friends right. and things like that. So I think it's really important to step outside of your house and go to the gymnasium and get a good workout in and see other people. And here at Fort Hill, we've seen the benefits of that, where you know there's a group of friends that come and work out in the weight room, or we have a pickleball group, we have a Zumba group, and they formed their friendships here. But what's been really cool to see is it extends outside these these walls. So that's now, really neat. right? Like sure. after pickleball, we have a group of friends that will go and get tacos and margaritas and <laughs> and do things that you know socially they're doing things outside of outside of their pickleball or their Zumba, sure. and it's been really great to see. That's excellent. Being active and healthy, it makes you feel good. It boosts your self-esteem. Why does that happen? So starting a new workout program for anybody is challenging. But what I love about fitness more than anything else is that it's measurable. You can see week to week, month to month improvements. Mm -hmm. So it might be your mile time going from a 18 minute walk, walking pace to a 15 minute walking pace. All of a sudden you're jogging at an 11 or 12 minute mile. That's measurable improvement. Mm -hmm. In the weight room, you're adding more plates on a barbell or you're grabbing heavier dumbbells. And in yoga class, you're hitting a pose that six months ago 
seemed that there was no chance that you're ever going to be able to do that. It's progress. It is. And you can measure that. And when you see that you did the work to mm -hmm. get to that point, it boosts your self-esteem. You know, so someone who thought six months ago, I will never be able to do that yoga pose. I don't know how these other people do it. And then six months later, they're doing it. Mm -hmm. They know that they put in that work. They put in the effort. No one else can do it for you. Right. You have to do it for yourself. And knowing that you did something hard mm -hmm. and you saw your measurable improvement. To me, I think that's the best part of fitness in general is that you can measure your progress and you're the one doing the work because no one's going to get you there besides you. Sure. Definitely. I know that for me, exercise is some much needed me time, and it's also a great opportunity to unplug. Sure. So what are some of the reasons why disconnecting both literally and figuratively are really important, especially now and for our, our mental health? Sure. Well, I guess, you know, we all are kind of in the same boat. Your phone is dinging and buzzing mm -hmm. and alerting you from the second you wake up to the second you go to bed, and sometimes, a lot of times, after you've gone to bed. So I think carving out some time where you're putting that stuff away, you're putting the work away, you're mm -hmm. putting the personal stuff away, you're putting your family stuff away, and yep. just focusing on yourself is really important. And it's harder to do now, so you almost have to carve out that time. Right, and it sounds great, but it can be easier said than done. Sure. So when you're looking at starting a new fitness regimen, maybe you haven't been working out for a while, it feels like a daunting task. Yeah. And a lot of times people will, will quit kind of before they've even gotten started. So yeah. what is your recommendation as far as motivating and, and staying the course and continuing to see improvements? That's, that's a good question. I think that a lot of people tend to bite off a little bit more than they can chew when they get started because they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. um, but if you haven't exercised for a while, it's really important to take things slow, small chunks of time, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, start walking. You don't have to Gradual. go. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> right. to start, you know, going and deadlifting 300 pounds right off the bat mm -hmm. or trying to go for a 60 minute run. Take it slow, take your time, and things will progress naturally. But I think when you try to do too much, you tend to want to quit because you're tired, you're sore, you might get injured. And those mm -hmm. are all the things we want to avoid. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate you sharing your expertise today with me and our audience. And thank you for joining me for a Park It today. As we learned, exercise is really, really important to the mind-body connection and having a healthy and happy life. Thank you for joining me today on Park It, and I look forward to seeing you next time. That was awesome. Thanks, Samira and Christina. Next on the docket, we're on location with Kaylin Rizvold of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce at the historic downtown Naperville Bank and Trust to discuss building and managing wealth in this edition of Business Forward. Welcome to Business Forward. I'm Kaylin Rizvold, President and CEO of the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. I'm here with Cam Kniss, CEO of Wheaton Bank and Trust, to talk banking. Cam, what are some top economic issues that consumers should be thinking about right now? You know, as we start the year, I think the two biggest headlines are inflation and then the possibility of rising interest rates following inflation. Um, you know, inflation is something that I think everybody's seeing right now from the cost to buying a car to you know, looking at buying a home, um, cost of even going to the grocery store, what they see, you know, increasing costs in milk, uh, and even down to a cup of coffee. 
So, you know, what the Fed's doing or project, projecting to do as we look into this year um, to slow down that inflation, which, you know, as of December was 7%, which is the highest it's been uh, for sure in my lifetime, at least right now. Um, you know, they're going to look to slowly rise interest rates to, you know, slow down inflation to some extent. So what does that mean? Um, you know, I think consumers are going to start to see um, you know, increase in their borrowing costs. So the cost of, you know, the mortgage when you buy a house is going to go up. Um, cost if you have credit card debt, um, that cost is going to increase. Um, and in addition, you're going to see, you know, additional costs, borrowing costs in general. Okay, so what else does this mean for consumers? So is this just seeing our costs go up? So I think, uh, you know, with rising costs, there are some benefits as well. Um, for example, um, if you do own a home, um, you know, the value of your house is going up as well. And so, you know, that uh, is allowing people to have more equity. Now, equity uh, is the value of a house less any outstanding debt. So, you know, if uh, individuals have, um, you know, home improvement projects or maybe they want, you know, to take some money out of their house, they're going to have the capacity to do that within this year. Um, the other thing that, you know, rising interest rates are going to benefit the consumer is, you know, while not right away, um, over the course of the next 12 to 24 months, um, the cost or the, the interest that they receive on money in the bank with a CD or a savings account should go up. So ultimately, it should be good and beneficial from that perspective. So when we're talking about inflation, it's not all doom and gloom. No, not necessarily. Uh, what else should consumers be thinking about as they're looking to 2022? So I think, uh, you know, when you're seeing your costs go up on a day-to-day -day basis, right, um, I think the most important thing is to, to, I'm a big proponent of seeing folks put a budget together, right? So it's going to cost you more at the grocery store. Your utilities cost may cost more. Um, if you need to buy a car, um, you know, you need to certainly put that plan in place, understand what your, uh, you know, paychecks coming in, what your income looks like, and what your expenses are going to go out for. Um, because ultimately, you know, there's other items that, um, you know, individuals or families want to have, such as taking a vacation or, you know, maybe doing something to their house. So if your, you know, weekly, monthly costs are going up, they certainly want to be mindful that there's going to be enough money left aside, you know, when they look at their full year's worth of budget to be able to, you know, do those special projects that they want to get done. Any other advice for people as they're looking to make a budget or looking at, um, inflation and everything else coming up? So I think do your own research is a critical, is a critical component. Um, you know, also seek the advice of a trusted advisor. That could be a financial advisor, it could be a banker, it could be a mortgage broker. Um, you know, get guidance to make sure that you really truly understand um, you know, that you're making the best financial decisions for yourself. So Cam, we're talking about inflation and one thing I'm seeing in the business community is rising wages. Uh, what are you seeing? Well, we're certainly feeling it in our business as well. Um, you know, the number of job openings uh, coming out of the pandemic um, are, you know, relatively high and we're having a tougher time filling those roles. Now, um, you know, on, uh, on the employee side, um, you know, uh, folks finding to look to get a new job or uh, find a job that's paying more, they certainly are um, you know, having their opportunity to, to take advantage of that. Um, and not only are they finding different opportunities within the workforce to take a new opportunity, but they're getting paid more for that as well right now. And you mentioned housing, you mentioned home equity loans. The housing market is so hot right now. What are you guys seeing here in banking? 
Um, what we're seeing, especially in Naperville and DuPage County, is you know uh, rapidly increasing home prices. So um, this does make it a little bit more challenging if you are a first-time home buyer, as you are you know seeing what normally you'd be paying one price that's at this level, and that price is certainly going up 10 to 20 percent. Um, but at the same time, it's also benefiting homeowners. We're talking about housing and the housing market being so hot. Now I'm hearing of offers being made non-contingent. How does that work banking-wise? Well, a non-contingent offer basically says there's, I don't have to sell a house or sell a house that I'm currently in to move forward with that offer. Um, you know, this makes it really challenging for a first-time home buyer. So one uh, advice and piece of guidance is there are first-time home buyer credits. There's special programs that allow for first-time home buyer assistance um, that buyers should certainly look into and take advantage of. Awesome. Well, thank you for your guidance and a little bit of information here today. Um, again, Cam Kniss, uh, CEO of Wheaton Bank and Trust. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Wealth management is crucial, and we are so lucky to have great financial advisors in our community. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. People from Chicago pull for Chicago. We root for its teams, celebrate its successes, push through its challenges. When people call us the second city, it's misleading. We're second to none. We're hardworking, resilient, but we have a good time. When you live in Chicago, you proudly call this home. Your bank should too. We're Wintrust, built here, for here. And we've taken our place at Chicago's bank because no other bank can say the same. Welcome back to 630 Naperville. I'm joined now by Anita Knotts of the Lotus Women's Institute. Thank you so much for being here, Anita. Thanks, Joe. You know, my old friend Benjamin Franklin once said, there are two things in life that are very certain, death and taxes. And the same way, even though we know we're gonna die, we still try to eat well, we still try to exercise, the same thing can be applied to taxes. We know it's coming, we know the tax man's coming, but there are certain things that we can do to mitigate the pain. I love that quote. So let's dive into some questions. What would you say is low-hanging fruit or one, something basic that we all should know? Well, you look at things from a perspective of low-hanging fruit, right? Because it's easy to get really overwhelmed by this. So the first thing that I would mention is contribute to your retirement plans. If you're fortunate enough to work for a company that offers a 401k plan, start there. Start contributing dollars there because every dollar that you contribute lowers your taxable income. The only problem there is that the deadline for contributing to a 401k has already come and gone. That was December 31st. So if you haven't, it's too late for that. You still have time though for an individual retirement account or an IRA to make a contribution there that may be deductible. And you've got until April 15th or tax filing deadline. Let's switch topics a second here. Sure. You're an entrepreneur now. Congratulations on, on the new Thank business. You. I'm an entrepreneur. Yep. I'm always looking for tips and advice. Can you give me some? Absolutely. So one of the things that I've learned, and I'm learning a lot because I'm more recently an entrepreneur versus you, I would say that rather than only focusing on revenue and sales, also focus on meticulously itemizing your expenses, right? Because who knows? You could be able to write it off at some point, whether that's equipment, whether that's the space you're using, your phone usage, um, internet usage, car mileage, 
All of these things, and of course, I would recommend working with a tax advisor, but all of these could go towards lowering your taxable income. The other thing that I would say is, and it depends on what type of a business you are, are you a one-person LLC? Are you a small business that actually employs people? Maybe you could uh, set up a retirement plan for yourself and for your employees that could also help you around tax filing time. So what about parents? Are there ways that mm. parents can utilize tax credits during tax time? Yes. You're a parent, I'm a parent, and we all want brilliant kids. The problem is brilliant kids want brilliant colleges, and brilliant colleges come with a brilliant price tag. The best thing that you could do is start saving for college as soon as you have that child. College savings plans, Bright Start is one example. That's what we used in our family. The best benefit there, while the contributions are not deductible at a federal level, at a state level, depending on the state that you live in, they may be state tax deductible. In Illinois, yes, you can, right? The best benefit there is that your contributions are deductible, but even better, when you're pulling the money out to pay for education, it's tax-free. The distributions are tax-free. But I would add one more caveat to this. Retirement savings for yourself are, I would argue, more important than stashing this money away for, for your child's college expenses. The analogy is when you're sitting on a plane and the stewardess tells you, put your oxygen mask on first and then your child, right? You need to make sure that your retirement is fully taken care of because there's so many different avenues for your child to go down to get expenses taken care of for college. That makes sense. Okay, last question. I have to ask you this before we wrap. Yes. Donations. Yes. How can we give away some of our money and use that as a tax benefit? I have to tell you, I'm one of these people that when I take my uh, clothing or my furniture or books to a goodwill institution or, or any type of organization like that, I feel light. I feel like I'm doing something good for my community. I feel like I'm driving away light. My house is lighter, right? So give it away. Charitable donations, there's no, there's no easier way to, to lower your tax bill. But as your wealth grows and your income grows, start being more strategic, right? And it's really around planned giving. Maybe you could donate appreciated stock, appreciated real estate. There's also a vehicle called a donor advised fund that if you work with your advisor, that might be appropriate for you. So it really does depend on what demographic you fall into, but there are ways to do that. I can keep going with questions. I know we're out of time. How can people find out more about you? Honestly, go to www.lotuswomensinstitute.com and I look forward to hearing from anybody. Thanks again, Anita. It was great to have you here today. Up next is a sports story you do not want to miss. Acting on ice, no lines, just music, and beautiful ice skating performances. Creative Ice Theater puts on full-length shows at Seven Bridges Ice Arena. For the skaters, it is so much more than just a show. You feel so free and jumping and spinning, it's all really fun. Ice skating is a lot more fun than just like standing and acting. I've been skating for 13 years. Um, skating is honestly the only sport that balances athleticism and artistry. Creative Ice Theater began in 2013 by Evgeny Martinov and his wife, both with extensive international ice skating and choreography experience. The group offers two shows per year in the spring and winter. 
Recently, they performed the Nutcracker, but have come a long ways from when they first started. Every time, every time we were able to make it bigger and better. The first time we started last year when, unfortunately, everything was shut down and we had to do it the virtual. And since then we did uh, Sleeping Beauty uh, in uh, spring. And now our own Nutcracker is a big step up from what we've done last year. And I hope the audience will like it. Skaters practice up to seven days a week for the performance and spend a lot of time building props, getting costumes together, and practicing their routines. Oh, definitely. 100%. I actually live very close to this rink, um, so it's been very nice for those late night drives back home after practices and the, all the 6 a.m. practices before school starts. Um, and, you know, there's been plenty of days where it's like every waking hour is spent here, but I love it. For many of the skaters, they are putting in the hard work because they have bigger aspiration, and Creative Ice Theater is helping them reach for the stars. I want to go to the Olympics. I have been thinking about Disney on Ice. I train like two times a day before school and after school, and it's just a lot of, when you want to skate professionally, it's a lot of commitment. It's all worth it in the end. I'm looking at doing collegiate competition because it's a great next step for someone who's a full-time college student and, you know, looking to keep skating in their life. I don't think anyone ever truly leaves skating. Once you're a skater, you're a skater for life. Um, there's always something that will bring you back to the sport. For Sports Story, I'm Hannah Allen. On the other side of the break, we're talking the best vacation reads of 2022. Stay with us. Come explore downtown Naperville this spring with over 100 shops, from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques. It's the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs. Enjoy over 50 restaurants for carryout, delivery, and safe dining. Or relax at one of our many spas. For a night away, don't forget about Hotel Indigo, located right on the Riverwalk. Come shop, dine, stay, and explore downtown Naperville. If you're just tuning in, I'm Joe Chur, and you're watching 630 Naperville. This Midwest cold has you dreaming about somewhere warm and novel. We got you covered. Let's join Daniel Tofano in downtown Naperville at Anderson's for the hottest vacation reads of 2022. It's Danielle Tufano from the Downtown Naperville Alliance. After the last two years that we've had, one thing at the top of a lot of our minds, vacations. So what are we gonna read on the beach or on the plane? I thought we should come and talk to Becky Anderson from Anderson's Bookshop in Downtown Naperville to get some ideas. All right, so must-reads for 2022 when we're going on vacations. Let's run through them, Becky. Okay, adults. Okay, we have Frederick Bachman's This is Anxious People. You know, we've been so anxious. This is the perfect book. You will laugh and cry at the same time. I was crying and laughing at the end and so happy. Frederick Bachman wrote The Man Called Ove. He's a Swedish author. This is about a group of strangers who end up in an apartment viewing, and there's a robber and taking all of them hostage. So during the hostage, they're all learning to, about each other, how different they are, about how alike they are. This is just a great book about love, friendship, and what brings us together and how we can connect how different we are. 
beautiful book. Keeps you on the edge oh, of your seat too. It is. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. And it has all. The, it's good for anybody to read. Then, if you like horror, and I love horror, this is Mexican Gothic. This is by Silvia Marina Garcia. This is a, in the 50s. Takes place in the middle of nowhere in Mexico. This huge mansion, and she has gone to check on her cousin, who says things are going terribly. She has married this man who owns the mansion. Well, the mansion is creepier than all get out. Aww. Weird things start happening. She dreams really weirdly, but she's trying to help her cousin who is in really deep trouble. But you learn about this family who owns this mansion, and it is absolutely cool. Love it. Oh, it'll creep you out, but you'll love it. <laughs> and then if you're a romance lover, this is Must Love Books. This is by Shauna Robinson, and this is published by Sourcebooks right here in Naperville. And this is just a great romance about books, about a woman who works at a small publisher, and she is like the last assistant left. She works long hours. She's paid terribly. But all she wants to do is get out, get a nighttime job, work for another publisher, and maybe, maybe steal some of those authors from her publisher. But then she meets a pretty cool author who's kind of hot at the same time. Ooh, so, I know the yeah. feeling. And then this one is so different. She created such a cool world in this book. It's called Hench. It's by Natalie Zinna Walshots. And it is a world where superheroes are kind of the bad guys. And the villains are kind of the good guys. Oh, I love the switch but, there. But the villains and the heroes have like staff. You know, they have people doing data and all, all sorts of office work. And but it really, she kind of shows that sometimes when heroes go to rescue people, they cause a lot of damage <laughs> and a lot of injury. And she ends up working for a villain. It is fantastic. You will love it. Can't wait. And this one is the edge of your seat thriller. This is T.J. Newman. This is Falling. And she is a former bookseller turned flight attendant, so she really knows what she's talking about, a plane. So think about it. If you're going onto a plane, but you have no idea that the pilot's family has been kidnapped. Oh. And that he has to, the only way they're going to live is he crashes the plane with all 143 people on board. <laughs> So we all know kids, especially on vacation, hard to keep their attention. Let's talk about kids' vacation books for 2022. Okay, this is for young adult readers, like high school age, 14 and up, but a great crossover for YA readers. This is a firekeeper's daughter. This just won the biggest award for young adult fiction in for the ALA. It's called the Prince Award. But it's a beautiful book about a young woman. She's 18. She's part of the Ojibwe tribe in northern Michigan. She's a hockey player. She's you know she's half French and she's half native. But it's all about her trying to feel like fitting in into her time, her into her village, into the tribe, into the reservation. But then something happens. There's a big mystery in the book. Oh so boy, everyone will love this. Wait. And then this one, this one won our Mock Newberry. So that's the biggest award in children's literature. And this one for kids, and it's called Chunky. And we know graphic novels are huge right now. This is about a boy who's overweight, always had health problems, and he invents an imaginary, imaginary friend named Chunky. Love it. And Chunky gets him out of his out of this bad groove and into a good one. And it is a riot. I love it. Fantastic. And then we should all know Andrea Beatty. She's a Naperville author, children's author. And she now has a Netflix TV show for Ada Twist, Scientist. And these are such great books because they really get kids to think about how things are put together. And the first word out of Ada Twist's mouth is why. The first <laughs> word she speaks. But like every kid. Like every yeah. kid. You get that all the time. But the whole series is fabulous. It's STEAM. It's STEM. It's everything, but it's all so much fun. And she lives here right in Naperville. There's a TV show, and she had an 80-twist balloon in the Macy's Day Parade. Oh, perfect. And then these other ones, I call these the food group books. So there are five of them. I'm missing one of them. But they're all sort of play on words. These are the kind of picture books that make you laugh as an adult as much or more than the child you're reading <laughs> to. So we have the play on words. We have the smart cookie. We have the cool bean. We have the good egg. 
and the bad seed and this was a really bad seed looks like a bad seed so they're just really fun books they'll make you laugh and it's so much fun to share these with a child and then the fifth book is called the couch potato i love it so i can't wait for the rest of these that he's going to write jory john they're just a riot so we covered the adults we covered the kids vacation reads 2022 becky anderson anderson's bookshop thank you so much thanks danielle and there's something for everybody there is thanks so much thanks danielle and becky i now have a whole stack of books to add to my vacay list Next up, producer Kevin Maycheck helps NCTV 17 celebrate our 35th anniversary by reminding us of all those little gems around town that make Naperville so special. Naperville is a city that shines brightly for many reasons. Each month for our 35th anniversary, NCTV 17 is highlighting one particular gem that Naperville is known for. Kicking off the year and our list, the performing arts. From theater to dance, to say our city loves to take center stage would be a vast understatement. And there's certainly no shortage of stages to choose from. In all six area high schools, students take to the auditorium to flex their musical muscles, whether it be a choir, drum show, dance routine, or orchestra. At Central Park, the Naperville Municipal Band has been captivating audiences every summer for the last 100 years with their summer concert series. And you can't mention performing arts without mentioning the Wentz Concert Hall and Fine Arts Center. This state-of-the-art venue has hosted countless performers of all ages since opening in 2009. The performing arts also bring global experiences to the city. The Shilin Lantern Festival, for example, beautifully showcases and celebrates Chinese culture and has become a fan favorite. All in all, the performing arts play a huge role in entertaining live audiences and fostering community, and that's why it shines among our list of Naperville Gems. If the Naperville Gems spoke to the inner artist in you, March is National Youth Art Awareness Month, which focuses on art promotion and education. Naperville has a robust arts culture. I encourage you to get involved and foster the love of art in kids in our community. So that's going to do it for us on this first episode of 630 Naperville. Remember, if you think you can do more, you can. See you next time.